John Waite is on the phone with me. I'm so excited to interview John Waite. He'll be performing at the Chasco Fiesta April 1st Sims Park in Newport Ritchie, which started out like a, a parade on one day. And now all these years later, it's a nine day festival. And, and you're going to be here, John. We're so excited. Yeah, we just love being on the road. I mean, last year was just storming. We had, you know, released an EP with five new songs, got a greatest hits out called Singles. <laughs> went on to do it with Rick Springfield and Men at Work. We went to Holland and played shows there. We were really kind of like, you know, working around the clock. And then in December, there's a documentary came out called The, the Hard Way about my life. It's just been the most insane year last year. So we're just uh, getting ready to do it again. But we're looking forward. Yeah, you're definitely on the move. You've got you've got a lot going on. And I'm kind of curious to see what you would say after doing this for so long about all, all the new things happening with, you know, digital media and social media and the bands and artists today. Because I know you're quite a creator and you certainly care about all the work that you put out. You know, but I, I come from a generation that was like, it was hard for, for to get a record deal. And uh, you really have to mean it. It's always been art to me. I mean, I've really, I've stuck to my guns through thick and thin. Sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't. But uh, just knowing that you're putting out the stuff that's the best stuff you could possibly do. I mean, if you put something out you didn't like to be successful and it failed, that's the end of everything. So I'd, I'd rather take the other path and if it hits, it hits. Like we, I said, we put out this EP last year. Yeah. And, you know, sold a huge amount and it's stuff that I love. I'm not sure if a record company would be interested in doing that but at this point I own a great deal of my catalogue. I've got a reputation as being pretty cool live with my band. (laughs) Yes. And we tour a lot and you know what else could you know you look for? It's just a wonderful thing. I think to to care that much I mean all the people that I love care that much. When you're on stage John do you ever and this I just don't know do you ever talk about the meaning behind your songs before you play it like if you're doing acoustic sets and stuff? Uh, There's a song called Bluebird Cafe that I wrote some time ago about a waitress I met in Nashville when I was trying to write a song and she bounced out of nowhere she was beautiful she was about 17 and I was trying to imagine what her story was and so I, I can't perform Bluebird which is a purely acoustic song Uh, without giving the story. So I do tell stories between shows. I mean, if we're playing a huge festival or we're playing to a couple of thousand people, I still do it. That's great. I think it reminds me of of the Rolling Stones and the Faces and all those great bands back in the day. And it's a story song. So those kind of story songs need an introduction. And then we go off and play like something like Midnight Rendezvous by the Babies or When I See You Smile, you know, Missing You. And and away it goes, you know. But, But the music is mine. That's it. You know, it's, it's not corporate. It's not arena rock. Four guys on stage playing the songs, and it works. This is more of a personal question because I was like, I cannot interview John Waite and not ask this question. So the song Missing You, when it came out, okay, this is going back years ago in my family. My brother yeah. was dating his now wife. They've been together forever. But they were in college. She was a few <laughs> years younger. He was in Milwaukee. She was in New York. And he'd always say the yeah. song Missing You from John Waite was kind of our song. And she'd get mad at him about yeah. that because it was like, I'm not missing you at all. And he's like, no, but he's saying that he's trying to convince himself he's not missing you, but you, he really is. How would you describe that song? Well, I think it's about denial. It was made up on the spot. Again, somebody else's chord changes in the studio. I just heard this track and said, let me have a crack at that. 
And on the second go-round, I got the whole first verse and chorus and got into the second verse <laughs> off the top of my head. Wow. I, no, I, I mean, it was so, it was so genuine. I, I, if there's an envelope in there with a secret message, it was, it was done from my subconscious. And it is. It's about denial. I was, I was married at the time, and I couldn't get home. I had to finish the record. Oh. And it was really about, you know, distance. But at the end... There's a line that says, I can lie to myself. That, Steve Marriott with the Small Faces had a song when I was about 14, 13. And he had this song called, I'm Only Dreaming. And at the end he goes, I can lie to myself. And I thought, wow. And I didn't expect to use that line. I wasn't trying to crib his stuff. But it, it crystallized the message. It was like a throwaway ad lib. And uh, wow. it's not about denial. It's about, it's about trying to get through the day without somebody. Oh, see, okay. Yeah, so my brother was right. That is, there you go. You've said before, and I've read before, how like inspiration just comes from everything in your life that you, yeah. you know, will jot down lyrics yeah. sometimes on pieces of paper yeah. and scraps and stuff. Do you yeah. still find yourself doing that? Oh, yeah, I've got a... Um, there's, uh, I carry small notebooks. There's a, there's a Japanese store called Muji, uh, that they're branches all over the world, but they have like really cheap priced, wonderful, high quality stuff. And there's a very slim notebook that I carry with me everywhere I go in the world. And uh, like yesterday I was writing in it, sitting outside in a restaurant. And I'd never leave home without, um, uh, a little notebook and a pen. Like I was at the dentist yesterday and I get my teeth cleaned. And as I was saying goodbye, I leaned over and there was this really good-looking blue pen, and I tried it out in my notebook. <laughs> and I said, can I have this? He says, well, no, it's our pen. So I left it. But I mean, it's, it's an ongoing thing. I'm always looking for the right notebook and the right pen. They um, wouldn't let you take um, the pen? <laughs> well, they, they, no, you know, they, they were saying, okay, you know, but they were doing it okay with that kind of note. <laughs> like, don't do that. So I, I took the high road and left the pen, you know. That is hilarious. With all the differences going on, like we've talked about, you know, with like the social media and the streaming and everything, for somebody that's just looking to get started in this industry, really has it in them and has that dream, what would you yeah. tell them yeah. starting out today? Uh, well, that's back to Bluebird Cafe. That's like a young girl coming to Nashville looking for a break. Yeah. I mean, that's what the song's about. And the only place in town she's possibly going to get discovered is the Bluebird because they have an open mic night. But I do believe, with all my heart, if you're original, you're going you're gonna to win. And if you're just trying to be popular, you're going to be part of the crowd. Being original is hard, and it's a difficult gig. If you're lucky and you just stick to what you love and you're passionate about it and you don't give up and you don't compromise, you're going to win. And if you don't win on a big scale, and make a fortune to be number one. You're going to win as an artist because you're going to walk an inch taller because you're doing the work that you love. Oh. And that's success. And if you're that good, people will come to you and they will want you to play live and they'll make it so you can make a living. But all you've got to do is stick to being an artist. That's beautiful. That is wonderful advice. And, and I know. I couldn't believe it. I can't believe I said that at you, 8 in the morning. But, you you know, but that's, that's how I feel about it. But. What do you consider one of your most personal songs? Like, if you look back at your catalog, your career, it's like, okay, yeah. this one's good, this one's good, but this one's really my baby. This one, this one is really the one Downtown. that stands out. Downtown. Yeah, Temple Bar record. It's, uh, I wrote that with Glenn Burton at Castle Even Bad English. We found <sighs> New York City and Stardom and the late Johnny Thunders 
and living hard, but like again, keeping your head up and writing the work you wanted to write and being in this sort of like this cacophonous kind of noisy place, but still being the artist, you know, still in control of everything. Uh, downtown, it's a profound song for me. John, wait right there. What an incredible guy and artist. And we all get to see him in Newport Ritchie, Sims Park, April 1st at the Chasco Fiesta.